This episode is sponsored by Develop with Tim. You guys looking for a speaker to come and talk about finances to your organization, school, business, nonprofit, after school program? We got it. If you guys are looking for some financial literacy books, we got it. And if you guys are just wanting to have a one-on-one or just want to reach out for a couple questions, we got you covered. Click the link that's in the description or visit developwithtim.com and let us go ahead and take care of you. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast. And y'all, y'all know I've been heating up hotter and hotter with every guest I've been bringing on. Uh, This guy I met a long time ago, um, but he gave me some inspiring words in about 2015 that literally changed my life. Um, I'm just, I'll share those words later on in the episode, but uh, my guy Preston, hey, Mr. P, I'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce yourself. All right, appreciate it, man. Yeah, so my name is Preston Zimmerman. Um, I'm formerly known as Mr. P or Mr. Zimmerman. Uh, I used to teach in the Darlington County School District. Uh, taught for like what several years, I think. I counted me like seven years in the district, and um, that's when I met this young guy. You know, so he was a young lad. So substituting for him and <laughs> built that relationship and connected, and amazed to see how relationship growth has gone for yourself individually. So, me, I am also a holistic healer. I have a business called Exodus Holistic Wellness Center, which is started in Darlington, South Carolina. But we're actually moving it to Houston, man, this year. So trying to get out there, get some things together for that. Um, so for the person dealing with hypertension, uh, diabetes, cancer, come and holler at me. You know, um, I'm one person that did what I had to do to change my life. But we won't talk more about that. So that's just me in a nutshell, who I am and all that good stuff. All right, Preston. So you're speaking on your business. So how, how does that really work? So as far as like when people come and see you, like what what's the process like? They can uh, easily go on my Instagram. They can register. They can uh, text me. But usually they'll word of mouth or to start off like, hey, listen, I have an aunt who is suffering from arthritis and she needs some advice. She needs something. So instead of taking the approach of using pharmaceutical medication, I always try to teach, and I'm not a doctor, but I am definitely one to provide education on health and wellness. Um, I try to teach those, like, try the herbs, those things that we get from the earth and see what they do for you. Just understanding the classification of herbs, how to put those together. And then, of course, the regimen of just regular working out, regular eating better, drinking much, much water. You know, that's what's wrong with us. I'm like, so many people out here don't drink water. They dehydrate. <laughs> like, I'm good, but you're not drinking no water to sustain and keep your body going. So if people need help, they'll look me up, word of mouth, um, social media, things like that. Okay. Now, when when they do, like, reach out to you, do you kind of just like give them like a questionnaire or do they just tell you like what's wrong and then you say okay this is what's wrong this is what you want let's put together a plan for you 
most people definitely like, yo, this is what's going on with me. I need this. I need that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute before we get to that level. <laughs> I definitely have a questionnaire, man, because it helps me to read what's going on, to digest, process, put things together, because it's not like, all right, you suffer from this. I'm going to give you that. Whereas some homeopathic uh, healers and doctors would definitely prescribe, subscribe, like, take this, this works. But with me and my clinic, I try my best to, how to say it, um, custom make whatever that individual person is going through. So definitely they'll fill out a questionnaire. We'll look at it. If they have any pains or something, they can draw indication of this was going on here. And then from the research and studies I've done over the years, I'll, I'm able to put something together that helps cure or heal them. Oh, that's that's cold right there, yeah. man. That's a, I think that's a gift. <laughs> Trying to, bro. Listen, so many people out here, you know, um, I'm coming from 445 pounds, dude. Like, weighing 400. Like, so, yeah, when you met me, I was literally, I was maybe 425, 430 during the time you met me. But, man, in the and I was like, yo, you may have to, you may have this, you may have that. Always you may have, but it's never you have this. Let's move forward. But it was definitely a scare. So working in a position of mental um, distress of trying to be healthy while teaching you guys and teaching science at that, I had to do a dramatic lifestyle change for myself. And because of the lifestyle change, I was able to understand who we are as it relates to gods and goddesses and how we can heal our temple how we can heal ourselves. Um, I'm going to piggyback when you ask, who am I? And I think you asked something about my business. So I work for a nonprofit called X, uh, Elso Inc. Elso and Company, E-L-S-O, where we are a multicultural approach to STEAM education. And through that, my, my part, I'm the, I guess you would call like the, if you're in regular school, you have a, a biology department chair, you have that chair. So I'm the chair as it relates to all of the educators that come on board. And one of the things that I try to do with my staff and my students is meditation. Guiding them through a, a guided meditation, man, really sets the atmosphere mentally, cognitively for the next step. You know, a lot of people, we come in like your podcast and you come in, you're probably like, ooh, I got a million things to do. I got to make sure this is correct. I got to make sure the lighting is right. Instead of us like just really grounding ourselves, breathing, mm -hmm. relaxing, once once we find we can do that, you'll find everything else kind of pans and smooth out for you. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoy the business of still teaching science, but tying in the behavioral piece it of as a, excuse uh, tying in the behavioral piece in it as well. So. For your business and what you're doing now, mm -hmm. all of that started from your weight loss journey? Yeah, man. Like, seriously. Yeah. So my goal is to become a medical doctor. That's all I wanted to have ever been was a medical doctor. Right. And living in Atlanta, there were so many conscious pe people out there, bro. Like, I remember going down like, dang, they look weird. They're doing this, saying this, acting like this. But I stopped feeling like, hmm. Peace, queen, peace, king. I like that. You know, so something started resonating with me. Um, 2011, 
I was like, yo, I got to take a turn, a toll for myself. I lost my grandmother, which was just like my mother. Like, I went through a depression of two years. That's what, 2010 is when I started teaching. 2011, I lost my grandmother. In 2012, I lost my father. I was in grad school. And so in the middle of all of that commotion of being stressed and being depressed, I realized that my weight is a factor. So when I began to travel, try to find answers, I met this lady in Atlanta named Lala. Um, she definitely was one to like, yo, come and get a colonic, come do this. And she pushed and she helped me. Because of all of that, I was like, maybe I should open up some type of wellness center and create healing for the people in many ways. Not where you can just come in and eat. Many people thought like, oh, you're a great cook. Won't you be a chef? Like, that's not my call. That's not what I want to do. You know, like, it's cool. Right. We can cook. We have trades. But finding that that niche of talking with people, giving people therapy often, um, definitely moved me into what I have known now is as Exodus Holistic Wellness Center. And the goal with Exodus is to create a clinic in the low-income areas. And once we have this affordable clinic, you'll have the option to definitely come in to receive some type of homeopathic, naturopathic um, treatment, or you can have your regular um, pharmaceutical um, Western uh, medicine. But it's definitely in a position to create a healing space for people, bro, where people can come in like, I can heal myself if I just shut it down for a little bit and just relax. So I'm all about the mental, the mind, the body, and the soul, bro. Man, I, I just I, I love that because sometimes, or what I really notice is that entrepreneurship and really finding that purpose and that passion kind of comes at different times for different people. And right, right. for you, it, it was like in the midst of a traumatic time. And like you said, mm -hmm. you went through the depression. I know you had the anxiety. And then you had to look at yourself in the mirror and say, dang, I have to do better. And I was, I was like, that's a big boy in that mirror. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we got to heal, son. We got to heal. <laughs> got to heal. And then, man, you're taking all of that pain, all of that, um, like, I'm pretty sure it's like loneliness, right? So you're taking all yeah. of that. So let's talk about that know. part, loneliness. Um, people always think when you become vegan, so I am mm -hmm. vegan. I don't think I'm, I'm plant-based. I'm vegan. And they just think you lose weight and it's all of that. Mm -mm. Right. Veganism is definitely a whole spiritual awakening. Definitely a spiritual awakening in many, many ways. Um, even ways that you don't want to know about yourself. If you go true plant-based, you have no other choice but to line your, align your frequency with nature and how it's supposed to be and what's it, what your frequency level is supposed to be. So when I became vegan, of course I lost because my mind started shifting into how I look at things, how I view things, how I process right, the right. words of people. Um, because now I no longer have all the filtration from animal products, dairy that's causing um, confusion or causing brain fog. I'm able to think clearly. And there was a there are several moments along the journey, bro, where you're basically you're alone. Um, but I've always tell people, bro, alone doesn't mean it's a bad place. It's a time for a person to really set aside, 
things on the outside and get to a place of really understanding who you are. You focus on those things to help you. And I always tell people you have to do the shadow work. The shadow work is the very right. uncomfortable state of knowing yourself. Those things that you thought you hidden, those things that you right. thought you like, I'm good, they'll come back up. And you have to do the shadow work in order to move forward. So of course it's lonely, absolutely. But through your loneliness, I connected with nature, bro. I'm good. Give me the woods. Give me a good trail to go hike, a good bike, a kayak on a river. I'm good because it transitioned you to a place of peace and harmony to become one. Show me a vegan that is still chaotic and out there doing crazy stuff. They're not truly living a lifestyle because it's a whole lifestyle that will bring upon the next. You know, so as you oh, mature to where you are, you like financially, I know I want to be here. I want to do that. I got to become this. So therefore, right. all right, I took you took your detox of growing. and You learn what it takes to be successful and it relates to finances. So it's the same thing in the sense of where I am mentally of not eating animals, of just connecting with nature. That's where I learned to build a garden, grow a farm. We have five acres. And on the farm, I bring in young people, bro. I bring in those youth, those adolescent youth, young brothers, right. sisters um, in the rural area, in Title One School District, bring them to the garden, bring them to the farm, teach them how to mm -hmm. probably get your hands dirty, how to understand <laughs> the germination process, how to understand to read the soil quality, the water quality, and the fact about putting your hands in dirt, and this is scientifically proven and has been researched, it helps with the mental on all levels. Person who's dealing with bipolarism, person who have maybe autistic or, or autism, person may have um, depression. Mm. Playing in the dirt, planting seeds and stuff, it brings that level from a 10 to like a six to a four. And they'll be able to start the process and think through some stuff. And man, it, it's great, bro. So I love it. I love it. Love it. Dang. So you said a whole lot, man. I got a, a lot of questions. <laughs> Word. <laughs> so from being a teacher, going through all of that, all of those things at once to realizing that you have to be better and actually change your lifestyle to transitioning into where you are now, like, man, what, what would you say have been the biggest challenge? Of changing my lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Good question. Um, my, my peace, bro. Like I'm, I, I'm an angry person at times, you know, I have that <laughs> moment where I can flip, but it's nothing to the point where people are scared, but within me, I know what I'm capable of. So, the changing part part came to I got tired of having headaches. I right. got tired of looking at my physical character in the mirror each and every day. Um, and especially when you can meet a true perfect stranger, I mean perfect, that don't know nothing right. about you, that can tell you what they see within the five seconds that you met them, easily. I had to change. Easily. Right. You know, so... The three changes, losing weight, the body, spiritually, 
I had a detox and mentally I had a detox. So I met this lady named Angie in Atlanta, Georgia, who basically was an iridologist. She read my eyes to make a long story short. Right. And all I can remember, bro, she was saying, Ooh, baby. Ooh, I'm like, yo, what do you see? You see cancer death? <laughs> Doctors was sent. So she was out of um, Alpharetta. Doctors would yeah. send their patients to her. And she used to tell them, like, you only have, like, so many months or whatever. And she's always on point. No hocus pocus. She just gave her life to the Most High, and the Most High gave her this gift. He reversed right. her stage four cancer where she was on life support. Now she's doing the work, bro. She looked great. Like, you wouldn't believe this one was dead. She's right. seen all this stuff in my eyes, bro. And because of that, I never once turned back to eating meat. I never once turned back to fighting. I never once turned back to cussing people out. I just like wanted to live a better lifestyle. And because I wanted to live a better lifestyle, everything else became cohesive of happiness, cohesive of joy, peace, and harmony. All that stuff came. So my life moment was changing or changed when I realized I was truly dying physically, really, really dying. And around what year was that when um when you came um, so 2010 is when i graduated from grad school this must must have taken place yeah around no i graduated 2010 from undergrad so this took place when i went into grad graduate school in 2012. okay um and the reason i asked that was because like when i started off the um the interview i told them that you said something that was powerful to me and you kind of mentioned it you were like never let your emotions control who you are when you wouldn't have acted like that in a normal state of mind mm -hmm. because at that time i just had my concussion or i had a concussion and then it was like a few months and i was just having bad headaches every single day every mm -hmm. single day mood swings crazy and then i was just sitting there man and you said those words and then it's like boom a light bulb went off in my head and that was the day i decided to make a change like i can't continue to act like this I must control it. So you have to. Yeah, I, I knew he's gonna mention it somewhere in here. So I told the people I was gonna let them know like what those words were, and that's what I live by now. Like mm -hmm. sometimes people do something to me, somebody else would be like, "Oh, you're not mad," or "Oh, that was me." I'm just like, "Listen, man, tomorrow that's not gonna even matter. Actually, next exactly. year it still might not even matter because I'm leading with my heart and I'm doing positive things. So no one can never really get over on me, in my opinion." You know, and I just got to continue moving in positivity and I'm going to get to where I need to be. One Big way or the other, you know. One of the things, bro, is like, so um, how I keep my level down. So a lot of people dealing with this out here. A lot of people dealing with mm -hmm. anxiety. A lot of people have been dealing with suicidal depression thoughts. And right. I'm always outside. Like, I love my um, esthetician is always like, keep sun um, sunscreen on. I'm like, I'm, I'll burn up. I don't care about that. It feels good in my skin. <laughs> I'm always outside right. because not just my melon needs the sun. It's just my whole being needs the outdoor nature. Nature gives me the calmness and peace that, that I need. So I right. take care of my mother and father who are both in almost 90. So I'm their caregiver. My mother had a stroke. My father has some mental issues as well, along with COPD. So with that, keeping me in a place of like always on the edge sometime, because I'm also working, traveling for work, at least what, 60, 70% of the time, 
trying to find caregivers to come in when I'm out of town or whatever. What do I do when I get upset? When I'm being called from this angle, that angle, I go outside, relax, I run. And I learn not to respond to how I feel. Because if I respond to that, that moment of how I feel, man, that's not cool. Because <laughs> not. there's no telling where that can transpire. And because of the fact being kings and queens and gods and goddesses, we have to always set our mind to another level, a place of peace where we can kind of figure another solution. We always have to talk to ourselves on a daily basis because if not, it's easily for anybody to flip. I always tell these young boys, right. son, y'all have guns, I understand, but the next person you're talking to, they just might be as crazy as you, but they found another way to calm that self down, that inner mm -hmm. anger person down. Like some of the students used to tell Mr. P, when you became so daggone peaceful, I didn't know I was no <laughs> nothing but a peaceful person. Like, nah, you all been cool, but you have moments, bro, you flip out on us. And you've just been chilling because I've learned not to respond always to everything that I feel. Just, right. just let it be. Um, see how it pan out. Give you a little two words if you have to, depending on what situation it is. Oh, yeah. And you sure. move on, you know, because if not, it's going to hurt you physically. Your high blood pressure is already being raised. So that means your arteries are being constricted, being up and down, opening, trying to close, trying to get the blood going through, but I'm getting mad. Oh, mm -hmm. heart pumping. All right, you next for a heart attack, bro. Let's clap. You next for that heart attack. So he's like, nah, calm all that stuff down. Relax. Take a deep breath. And find your five. I always tell people in the meetings, take five seconds. Take your five vacation seconds. They say, huh? Close your mind. Put your mind on a vacation for five seconds and come back. When you open, you'll find things like, all right, let's go ahead and revisit this question and let's let's think how we're gonna work through it. So I'm like I said, I'm proud of you that you have taken that piece and grown that piece into like, nah, this is the man that I am versus like I'm gonna respond. No, let's redo this thing over. So that's that's good. That's dope. Listen, man, I appreciate you. And again, like those those couple lines got me to where I am today. So Respect. hey, I I salute you, man. <laughs> Respect, bro. Respect. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, you mentioned a lot just now. So, mm -hmm. like how you said, you would tell that to the kids. Um, and you're saying, like, as a vegan, it's more than just food. It's a whole lifestyle switch. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that. I thought people just say, oh, you know what? I'm cutting out. I meat. didn't know that. <laughs> Yo, it was like, I had no idea what veganism. My biological mother... Um, always been more like a vegetarian so growing up in the house in connecticut i'm from connecticut and growing up north my stepfather was west indies so i grew up west indies so therefore basically uh he from st kitts navis so nine years of my life all i knew was the caribbean so on the caribbean side we ate curry goat of course yeah chicken um oxtails we I rarely known them to cook any type of pork. So my mother will all be the vegetarian, no meat really too much, like eggs and stuff. Right. And I've always been a little fat, chunky one. But I realized even in that moment, man, it's like, mm -mm, I got to change some stuff, you know, so I have to right. do better. So when I started eating, or I took a fast. I was in Atlanta and I took a fast and it's like, yo, don't eat meat and stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. 
The meat was cool, bro. It's like that went easily. What didn't go easily really? was the sugar <laughs> and my breads. Cause son, I love mm. sugar. And I would I eat too. all kind of cakes, all kind of this and that. I'm like, oh, this is vegan though. Boom, 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 boom. And that's the thing, bro. Like, even being vegan, and I don't go back to the spirituality part, but being vegan, you can eat anything you want as long as there's no animal product. That veganism is not a healthy lifestyle. It's the plant-based that's more healthy because you're eating much more natural, raw, natural plants versus processed. Veganism, they have tons of processes. The Beyond Chicken, um, the Wild Burger, all these other burgers is full of chemicals and stuff that causes other diseases. But Ooh. by me eating pure, dog, it took my mental to a whole nother level. And I was like, where is this coming from? And then Uncle Bob, I always had Bob Marley in the background growing up. Always grew up off the um, Caribbean music. Always. But it was something. I started playing Bob Marley every day. I'm like, okay. And then later on in life, Bob, I realized, Bob Marley music has a frequency level that is healing for the nation. They did a research on it. If you ever notice, when they, a musician said they cross over, that means they reached multiple people on all spectrum and race. Uncle Bob reached so many people. When you play his music, oh, people are already vibing. Oh, they know Bob. Right. His music has a frequency. Nowadays, these music is a frequency, but it's a frequency of evilness, death. And that's why you see our young people reacting to the way they are. Uncle Bob, during those moments growing up, uh, they had what, like the peaceful, all that music was just calming for people. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. They music, but it's never to the point where it pushes people over the edge to do something crazy. Mm. Um, so veganism transitioned to being plant-based, and I learned to be plant-based by a brother named um, Dr. Savior, which I call him Baba Savior, from Honduras. And I started watching his lectures, okay. and I started connecting with his children, bro. And because of that, I am who I am today. I'm still working on me to be better, but I'm nowhere near that crazy person back there, you know what I'm saying? That person behind me in that picture, I'm nowhere near that person no more. So I love being at peace, bro. I love being just, you can breathe easily, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> breathe easily. So speaking of breathing easy, you saying peaceful. Um, you said you was 445. How much are you now? If you don't mind us asking. I So I'll tell you how much I am. Let me uh, tell everybody. I reached my goal of being 225 pounds. <laughs> I reached my goal. Oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. All right. But now I started back lifting weights. I got buff a little bit. I'm 255. <laughs> <laughs> 255, boy. I went up. Okay. But so you lost almost 200 pounds. I mean, you actually I lost over 210 200. pounds exact. 210 hey, pounds. We gotta count that up, man. Appreciate it. Oh. 210, dude. I lost I lost <laughs> you and your little brother. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all of that, dude. <laughs> listen, y'all. If y'all, listen, real quick. Um, from 445 to 225 and picking up more muscle, which muscle is a smaller chunk of a pound versus like the fat. Mm -hmm. So, again, he's bucking up, but again, over 200 pounds lost. We can do it. You know, we can do anything yeah. we put our minds to. 
we just got to believe in it and be disciplined enough to see it through. Definitely, definitely. That's that's the part right there is seeing things through is being consistent. You know, um, I think we'll talk more about that later, but that's the part is being consistent. You know, consistency will take a person through life on many spectrums. They'll take a person through many trials and tribulations if they're consistent in reaching an end goal that's good for them. But if a person is not consistent, it's just like, um, let's say, a person who start out driving. You learn how right. to drive. You start driving. You get the hang of it. All right, now you got to leave this because you're going off where before months or a year. All right, you come back to it. You're driving like, oh, wait, that's the gas. That's right. You have to reset, re, um, reprogram uh, your mind to understand what's going on. But when right. you're consistent in the thing, it becomes easy and easier easier to maneuver through obstacles versus me always stopping and putting it back on, stopping, going back to it. See, consistency get us where we have to be. The inconsistency get us to a place of laziness and always giving us excuses. You know what? I'm going to the gym today, bro. No, I can't make it today because I got a phone call. Something happened. Oh, I can't make this today. I'm hurt. I'm kind of sore. Or, you know, my kids, my kids, they, oh, they get on my nerve. They went to school. Why are you giving yourself these excuses? I always tell people, if you have enough of time, like 15 minutes, and you're on your social media. Matter of fact, these iPhone smartphones will tell you how many hours that you spend on whatever app or whatever that you own on your phone. Right. And if you sit down to really do like an Excel spreadsheet type of thing, visual, of seeing how many hours you put on on let's say social media versus into your work you'd be shocked you'd be like yo wait a minute i did right. 16 hours of social media this week and i only did four hours of me working but those four hours make it seem like it was 12 hours nah there's no balance and so we have to find that equilibrium balance in life to help us maneuver and float because if one is higher than the other it's not going to carry you know what i'm saying so we have to be consistent. That's that's the biggest, bro. Okay, I love that. Now, mm -hmm. you were saying after you're talking about the veganism and plant-based, you're gonna go into like a more of the spirituality aspect for yourself. Um, do you mind yeah. touching on that? So I'll say that I'm not Christian. I denounced Christianity maybe like 2011. Um, coming from a church of being ordained elder, licensed uh, minister. Now that I said the hard part, this is the thing. I love God from today, tomorrow, forevermore. I'll always be my savior. Right. The spiritual part comes in. I've started seeing things different, which I've always had a different eye of the, of the church. My grandmother, rest her soul, I've always been different. Love the church. I'm a worshiper. Like, son, just give me worship. I'm good. I go home, read my, my text, and I get my own word. Right, right. Give me worship. But... I got tired of different things and some things that the preachers or the people of the church were putting out according to the Bible just did not seem to come together. And when I went to grad school, it really opened up my psyche, opened up my mind to understanding the text and seeing who we are. I can see us in the text. I see Jesus having the wool hair, the brown or fiery eyes being a, 
a black person of the text. And so once I start using different lenses, I was able to connect certain dots. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I don't necessarily have to be in the church. I have my personal lifestyle with the most high in my meditation moment. So now the spiritual part comes into this play. You hear a lot of people saying, well, I'm woke or, you know, they're rocking the <laughs> unsymbol and stuff. Uh, and I'm like, tell me what this means. What is that? Why you have that on? You're saying you woke. What is woke? A lot of the young ones right. really can't explain it, but they're passing it on because they're taking it from the social media aspect of people, but they don't know the history behind it. So, yeah, I wear my unk. I wear all my stuff because it's life. It's who we are. It's that equilibrium between male and female, understanding the connection. Even when you look in the text, I always tell people, you want to know who we are? Look at Moses. It's telling you where the people come from in the Bible, which is the continent of Africa. It's telling you the indigenous people groups, who we are. So my pedagogy in my mind definitely switched from the, how to use it? It switched from the, the church or the group of church in a sense to, now nah, God is bigger than just these four walls. And the way I think of God, God is everywhere for me. God is in the trees, God is the sun. You know what I'm saying? So when I go out to ground myself barefooted in the ground, it's not a, a sign of being country or a sign of just being not having, it's a sign of me grounding myself with the earth because that's who we are. We are, once we die, what are we? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We right. break down, decompose back to the ash part. So therefore we're committed back into the earth. That's who we are. The most high said, I blow life into you as I built your nostrils. So therefore I'm like, all right, if you did all this, huh? That means we are this. And so even early in the podcast, when I said we are gods and goddesses, it's not yeah. saying we're the high, most high God and goddess, but we're in the image of the most high. So therefore, in order for us to manifest and to get to certain places, bro, we have to unlock the God and the goddess within ourselves. When you unlock that, you start thinking like God, you start seeing like God. I always tell people, the text is easy. Son, the text say, yo, you speak to those things that are not as though they are. So what is, what is it telling you? It's telling you to go out and manifest. All right, I right. want this land. I need 600 acres of land. All right, what I'm going to do? I'm going to put some action behind it. I'm going to work towards it. But now I'm speaking to my ancestors in the most high. Yo, I need this. Can you help me? If this is aligned with your will, I need this. You know, we just right. left, what, 222. Everybody talk about that number. Oh, my God, it's 222. You going out of manifest i'm like when did this come like people now understanding the numbers like i've always been on numbers but that's the thing spiritual versus being a closed-minded um select group of people i'm going to be spiritual because my mind is open to who is god and where is god and who we are right. so a lot of the stuff i have is through manifestation mm. that's heavy right there man mm -hmm. And I, I just love these interviews too because I get like different. I, I get to feel different emotions as I'm listening to it. Yeah. I get to have these conversations, and again, um, my listeners they also get to have different, uh, different people talking about different things. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of us, the way we grow up, we only heard one thing or we only taught one thing right. and never introduced yeah. to anything else. So that's the purpose of my podcast, like just to expose people to different, different things, man. That we 
didn't have the opportunity to before. So, man. I, and that's dope. I, love man. That. I respect that. That's good <laughs> because exposure is, is the key. You know what I'm saying? So, even with working with Exodus Holistic Wellness Center or working with ELSO, or we sometimes we call it Camp ELSO, um, I'm always teaching my students to meditate. I'm always teaching my yeah. students self-love. I'm always yeah. teaching my fellas principles, character, foundation of who we are as men, how to do certain things. What does it mean to manifest those things? You go to school, you know you study. Some some kids don't, I don't like calling kids. Some of the students won't study because they got photo study. scholars. Scholars, because you know the, kids the, like the, goats, the kids. What them mammy goats kids, yeah. I like calling call them uh, like kids. One, one, one of my mentors, that's what she says a lot. She called the kids or the students scholars, and she said that's Young a scholars, that's form. right. Young yeah, scholars. Yeah, I love you it. Go, young <laughs> scholars, that's what they are. And see, so that's a form of manifestation. When I'm in school teaching, I may have a daggone student. I know this daggone student is on a whole nother level crazy or whatever. But I don't come at you like, yo, come here, young scholar. Come here, young king. Hey, bro, you say you can't do this? That's a lie. Can you call your girl or can you text your girl? Can you do? Yeah. So you can do this. You just got to put forth the effort and work for it. That's manifestation. Once you show universe, once you give to God and show the most high, like, I'm giving 50%, bro. Come on. Like, Got you. And it's going to be so much easier when you start getting connection, you network, and you start things happening. Those are your, your moments of manifestation. It's always speaking. I spoke a lot of stuff years ago, kind of forgot about it, but I always made it a ritual of just to speak, whatever. Bro, I see that all the time. It comes to, um, it comes to pass. So from the students to you to whomever our words create character our words create power exodus holistic wellness center wouldn't be here if i didn't have a thought to speak it because i was able to have a tongue i thought it and i spoke it just to be speaking it and it came into existence as long as there's equilibrium and line up to the most high and it will you got this you got this like i want to see my six pack by the summer that may not happen, <laughs> but I'm manifesting it for next year, but I'm working towards it now. So it takes right. time. The process, everybody's journey, everybody's process is different. It's going to look different. You and I may have a lot of similarities. Uh, uh, hold, hold on, slow down real quick. Can, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you were saying you and I might have a lot of similarities. Um, then it kind of broke yeah, up. Yeah, so we may have a lot of similarities. How you found your answer to our similarity is from your journey. How I found my answer to our similarities is from my journey. But it all boomerangs back together in the middle. So now we can share on some levels what it took for me, what it took for you to get where we are, which is at that same mutual point. So once we get to a place of understanding... Number one is having respect for one another also. That's just like no matter because everybody comes from a different walk of life. It's having that respect for one another. And once we have that mm -hmm. respect and love, bro, it works better. <laughs> it works in harmony. Right. Things come together for you. So definitely, man, just like I said, going back to being just being consistent. If you're in, if you're consistent with. I don't want, you're an introvert. You don't feel like talking to nobody. I don't just sit here, whatever. 
Mm-mm. You got to change that. You got to do a little bit right. more in order to see some manifestation. Because show me a person that, that does not talk or that just sit in their house being really well. In the pandemic, I guess we can change that. There's some successful people been in the house. Just, but you got to be consistent just doing what you do to get to the right. next level. That's a fact. Now, President, in the midst of um, your journey in that consistency aspect, what, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be consistency. Well, what would you say has been either your biggest loss or your biggest lesson that you've learned so far? Mm. Um, you're going to lose people, bro. You're going to lose your, you're going to lose some friends that you thought was true friends. Like that's the biggest, um, people that you have relationship for like 10 years sometime or, you know, 10 years or more. Um, they may not understand what they see. Our lesson is to keep going like son through the hurt, keep going. Um, that it is a, it's very painful. It's, it's painful to lose people from family to friends because your journey doesn't look like their journey or they don't understand your journey. Instead of them just opening and trying to communicate, um, people start formulating their own ideology of who you are becoming. And so they just decide to separate themselves. So the biggest loss and lesson is, is people understanding people along my journey that people not everybody is truly meant for you or not everybody is truly your buddy but people are just like this if you're driving your car from north carolina to let's say georgia which is a short trip Mm -hmm. but there's somebody in that car that may not can take those several hours from north carolina to atlanta georgia so therefore you may have to stop to get gas, you may have to stop for somebody's the bathroom. But if it's me, oh, I'm taking it by myself. I ain't stopping unless I need gas. I got water, probably <laughs> good. That trip is gonna be a one long trip journey. But along your journey, you're gonna take many trips, many trips. Mm-hmm. There's gonna come people in our lives. You have to decipher whether they are a friend for the moment or a friend for the journey. And a lot of people are just Ooh. friends for the journey. For the moment versus the journey their trips versus your journey and a lot of people i've learned dog they are just trips so i've learned not to put too much of emotion not too much of energy into those individuals i always tell people i'm like i guess i'm like the apostle i come to establish and i keep it going and that's how some people do i'm still that (laughs) (laughs) bro i'm trying to tell you man i had to learn i'm like what's going on and just like nah you have trips and you have journey people and those journey people you'll know they're gonna always be around even when you may lose communication for years and when you guys come back it's like we never lost touch and sometimes they may just always i know we don't hear from each other bro three years later but look boom 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 those few words did something for you your few words did something for them you know so Mm -hmm. Just keep going. Just like the old cars back in the day, they had a crank them books up. Blah, 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 blah. And once they're going, they ain't stopping. We're going to keep it going. Because right. if we stop, we may get distracted and we may lose a whole lot of time. 
And a lot of people come along our journeys for trips, but we taking them for journeys. I'll give you another um, analogy. Think about a, 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 a spaceship. It has two boosters. And in order for this spaceship to really reach its highest altitude, the highest climax, the highest potential of that spaceship where it needs to go to do the next assignment, it has two boosters that it must lose before it can go out to the next. Those two boosters are there just to carry and design to carry that spaceship right before it enters out of space. Just before it hits okay. outer space, what happened? It drops those two boosters. People are the same yeah. way, bro. It's just like we have people that are in our lives that's just for those moments. We're sharing ideas or whatever, but they're not meant to go to the next. And we're always trying to carry people with us because we want them to grow up. We want them to be on top with us. That's cool, but everybody can't be on our level, on your level, or whatever right, right. level. So you have to decipher what's what and what's not. And when you can do that, you can maneuver differently, bro. Definitely okay. maneuver differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Preston, for the people that want to get in contact with you um, for some healing or just for like a consultation, or if they just yeah. want to ask you a question about being a vegan or plant based, how could they reach you? Or what would be the best way of contacting you? So, I have an email. It's Exodus H for holistic, W for wellness, center at gmail.com. So it's Exodus HW Consulting, my fault, consulting at gmail.com. Or you have on the screen is plant-based underscore poppy 44111. That's my IG. You can visit me there or you can call and reach out to 843-702-7077, which is our phone number business line. And leave a message, leave a detailed message. If you need help, need counseling, need therapy, need whatever, we got you. We got you. We got you. Awesome. <laughs> got you. All right, Preston. Um, man, you gave us a whole lot of game today. So to wrap up the interview, I like to ask all my guests to leave the audience with either a piece of advice that they can go and take and create a win off of, or like a powerful quote, or even something that you just live by on a daily basis. All right. So what I said earlier is this. Remember this. People are people along your journey is your journey. You have to make your journey work for you. You have to understand who comes into your life for distractions and who comes into your life to help. Not everybody's coming to your life to stay in your life or to be stuck with you in your life. You as the individual person must be determined to go to the next level at any cost. Don't get caught up. Don't get distracted. Keep thriving. Keep going. You got it. That's it. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all hear that? Keep thriving. Keep going. And then let whatever happen, happen. Hey, Preston, definitely appreciate the time today, man, and uh, all the game that you dropped to my audience. And y'all, make sure I hit up my guy. I promise you, dope person mm -hmm. to talk to, dope insights. And he's he going to make you feel feel good once the conversation is over. Um, but, man, if you don't have appreciate anything it, else, y'all, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. No problem. All right, bro. Appreciate Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after-school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form, and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, 
visit us on Patreon. It's Next Gen CEO. N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to um, you know support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple of different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon, Next Gen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N. CEO, and again, appreciate you guys. You, you have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.